This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Call them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98 7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Ah, oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Rick DiPietro, my co-host Dave Rothenberg. Ah. I said the <laughs> You probably should seek professional help. Our amazing producers, how about the father to be, RJ Santillo? Six to ten. Six to ten. <laughs> yes. Six to ten. Beautiful. How about the very, very famous Raymond Santiago? How about them Cowboys. Uh-oh, RJ, someone's feeling a little confident today. And, of course, as always, we're rolling with the company. Thank you for getting up with us this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. Right, Jerry Johnson he gets his hands into the mix all the time. And look at that organization. Jerry Jones. Right, call us what you want, but don't ever call us lazy ears. Every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 9870 ESPN in New York. You know the number, 1-800-919-3776. That may or may not be your signal to call. We have an unbelievable show planned for you today. I appreciate the excitement. The Knicks came out flat in the first and never recovered. They lose to the Wizards. That's two in a row at home. The Knicks are now 11-13 at home. Jets continue their search for a new offensive coordinator. The Mets sign fantasy football bully Tommy Pham. We'll take Dave's temperature. I am thermometer boy right now. Okie dokie on his Giants. We're now only two days away. I'd lie down in traffic for Dable. I'd say he's all in. We have two super boxes, a pair of Eagles, the band tickets. And as always on the Thursday at 745, we have no observations. Did it happen in Florida? But before we get to any of that, I'd like to say good morning to a man that refuses to grow up. I'm not an adult. adult. You know what? You're an adult. (laughs) I'm not an adult. I don't want to be an adult. And I'm not going to be an adult. But you're married with kids, Dave. I didn't really want Alex. You have friends. Would you like to be my friend? Because I'm a loser. And you're so good with people. Max, I'm done. <laughs> Adam Jones is literally no, twice day. as good I, as I, anyone you know what? Thanks, Houston. Thanks for all you do. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, maybe you're right. He is our very own Peter Pan, the one and only David Rothenberg. Wow. That was quite the open you had there, my friend. Quite the open. It was a lot. I mean, it the, was a the lot. amount of work that went into that baby wow. with, uh, with Raymond. Raymond came in extra. Didn't sleep well last night. He's battling today. Well, you know, that's what we do. But he was locked show. and loaded. He was firing off drops. I was, my head was spinning. I'm just pleased the microphones were turned on to start the show. Because that's baby steps for it's us only here. only week three, man. We're yeah, working out the kinks. I know. Just I think, I think we out. have them about worked out now. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're good. You were all over the place yesterday, all huh? All over. You were with me in studio. Yep. Then you went home. Then you went to the UBS and... Sat down with the K show, and then Milo played in between periods at the uh, UBS arena. How did that go? It went well. Yeah, it went well. Yeah, I mean, it's a listen. They, the kids love it. They love it. They, they get, get nervous. Um, no, they get they get excited. It was funny when uh, one of the kids on our team who is an absolute riot. We love him. He got the post post game interview by the Zamboni, and I guess they asked him at one point, like, "What's your favorite part about hockey?" And he's like, "I love the rebounds." So someone at the game. That works He's for, the Pat Verbeek of your team. That works for Barstool. I think it, was, it must have been at the game. Heard it and tweeted about it. So we're sitting in the stands. So now he's like a celebrity. That, that's it. Mom, I'm on Twitter. I'm famous. I'm famous. <laughs> and he's, you know, it, was so, it was so good. It was it was such a great a great night. Unfortunately, the Islanders didn't beat the Bruins. But the well, Bruins that's, are, listen, you're not happy that they lost the game. It's not an embarrassing loss. The no, Bruins are the best team in hockey. It's not like the Knicks lost. No. No. The Bruins are a wagon. I, I, I'm watching the Knicks game last night, and I was becoming my, my kids like, "What's what's the matter?" I'm like, "I can't take." I'm so angry. So I heard this today, which is amazing. And we'll we'll of course get to the football in just a couple minutes. The Knicks are the only team above 500 on the season with a sub 500 home record. The only team. I won a six. The other the other five are the Magic, the Spurs, the Pistons, the Hornets, and the Rockets. And that's the wait. 
No, that's not what no, I no. just said. No, no. They're the only team that's above 500 right. that has a, a, a losing record at home. I'm saying there are other teams with losing records at home. Right, right, right. To get but an they're idea. They're the of, only one that's above right. above 500 overall right. losing record at home. That's right. It's but when embarrassing. You hear, when you hear the other teams, like the other, there's six of them. They're right. one of the other five. Not so good. Right. I mean, Charlotte, right? I mean, or Orlando. I mean, these are the dregs of the NBA. Yeah. Detroit, Houston. I mean, they're bad teams. It's a game in France today. You see that? I didn't see that. Yeah, I think Detroit is playing Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is what we do. This is what we do. People would we go, educate. People would go through their day, and it's an afternoon game too. So if you want to watch a little NBA during the afternoon, I think three o'clock on NBA TV, you would have had no idea. You listen to this show, and now you're a little more informed than you would be otherwise. I love that stuff. I love that. Like NHL going over there, it's the best. Is I mean, it? You saw when? Yeah, it's cool. You get a chance to see different places. Like I mean, when the NFL went to, I mean, I thought the the game they had in Germany was awesome. Right. All that stuff. Because otherwise, I mean, when do you travel? Like, we don't get a chance to travel much. Like, we travel a lot. Yeah, but but not like cool, different right. travel. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, by the way, this portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. So we will get into the Knicks. But I, I think, uh, as we've stated all week, this is a Giants week. And we will start with the Giants. So I'm listening to the K show. I listened to a little bit of it yesterday, uh, right off the bat in the car, and then when you were on, and you were good. You did a very nice job on the K show yesterday. Thank you. Appreciate did you warm, it. Did you warm up, Peter? I know he's very chilly at the oh, arena. Hey, dude, he had okay. First of all, he was like he was dressed nice because they were going to be in 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 the owner suite. Yeah, in Mr. Ledecky's suite. Mm-hmm. So they were all dolled up. They all look great. And then Peter, I mean, he even had dress shoes on the whole nine. Had his trench coat. Like he should have been warm. Winter hat. No, freezing. Well, he was feeling well. And he was right. Listen, I, I come high and hard on Peter all the time. Stay home. No, no. But here's the thing. If you stay home. Have to. You you get destroyed by your teammates. Just Michael and Don never relent if Peter says, I'm not feeling well. I'm staying home. Never relent. Well, that's an issue they have with Peter. Because if you told me I don't feel well, I think I'm getting sick. I don't want, I don't want to get sick. Which has happened how many times never. since we've been doing the show? Well, never. Never. Because we work. But still, like I have kids that go to school. You have kids that go to school, so naturally we're going to get. So if there's every day that sick, like Rothenberg has called that he's sick, you would not be like, oh, what? No. That, that's weak. You'd be like, something is. No, as long weak. as you do the show. Like I'm just saying, like if you were like if you were feeling like I'm, I'm probably going to get sick here in a second, right. and I don't want to get you sick, so I'll just stay home and do the show. I'd be fine. That's the isn't that the worst when you know you're on the verge of yes. getting sick, but it hasn't fully hit yet. So well, hopefully he's okay. No, he, I think he'll be fine. He battled through it. I'm sure he but enjoyed he, the he, suite. He dressed building interestingly. Is, the building is gorgeous, man. I it really been. is. Oh, I'll, I'll take you guys. I'd like I'd like an invitation. Why don't we go? I'll I, get us tickets. You do. You bring the boys. I'll bring Milo. I would like to go. You'll love it. Can we bring RJ? Yeah, RJ can come. Santi can come. No, Santi's so busy, though. Uh, but the invitation is there for Santi if he has a day. Man, we can plan it around Santi. But we always try this. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say we go Islanders Rangers, but that would be now next season. That's a joke. It's ridiculous. It's a is what joke it is. is what it is. The place um, was packed last night. RJ, though. would you like to go to a uh, an Islanders home game with us, with with Rick and I? It's funny you say that. Yeah, there's a game in the not so distant future. Buffalo. That's right. When is when, when is it? When is that? It's a Saturday night. When? Okay. When? Yeah, kind just of any Saturday. I I would have to look it up. March. Sometime <laughs> sometime in March. But you have it circled. Sometime so, in March. Plenty of notice. Well, let me just say March 11th, the day before my birthday. I'm not going that day. Why? Because we I'm could, not. We could celebrate it. Celebrate my birthday at the Coliseum yeah, or at, no, the, at the UBS? You, no, no. We'll go to dinner first, and then we'll go to the game. Uh, well, that would be nice. Find out. I'll take you to Luger's. You want to go to Luger's? Well, yeah, we'll take you to Luger's, and then we'll go to the game. Which I'll... Luger's? We're going to Brooklyn Luger's no, or Great Nick why Luger's? Would we go to, if we're going to UBS, why would I we... I don't know exactly where UBS is. It's in Belmont. Okay. Okay, so why why would I go all the way to Brooklyn to come back to Belmont? Well, I don't know. Why would pro- we just go? I don't know, because you could have this whole plan of, well, that's the better Luger's, and we got to go to the higher level Luger's. No. No, Brooklyn well, we'll Lugers is the original Lugers. Well, it's, yeah, it was great, but still, like this is this is good. Okay, we'll go to that one, or there's another steakhouse I like that we can okay. go to. Whatever you like, okay. sushi if you want. I like sushi. Okay, I like steak. I like it all. Whatever you like, I like to eat surf and turf if you want. Well, maybe so. You name it. All right, one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So we got to get to the Jets and this. I don't know if you feel like this. I'm very underwhelmed about the offensive coordinator situation here right now with the Jets. But let, let's start with the Giants. So anyway, I'm listening to the case show right off the bat. And they start, and I knew this was going to happen at some point. And I know you like to tweak me, but I want your honest assessment of the situation. And they're sitting here saying, you know what, guys? You, and Don took the appropriate stance. He's like, no, this is ridiculous. 
But Peter and Michael start with, you know, you got to give Dave Gettleman some credit for putting this team together. And, you know, you, you hit with Saquon and Daniel Jones looks good and Dexter Lawrence is really good. I mean, if you pick in the top five or ten over and over and over, some guys are going to hit. Overall, when you look at Gettleman, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't look at this roster and say, boy, Dave Gettleman has his hands all over this thing. Well, I think, I mean, look, you're looking at the two most important players on your team is the ones, you know, the players that he drafted. And I would still, still, you even stand by he, it. No, no, even going back now, knowing what he is, still wouldn't take Saquon Barkley number two. Right. I mean, it's not, it wasn't the time to take a running back with the second overall pick. But you did, and now we're sitting here, and he remains, I mean, one of your most important players. He is probably the second most important okay. player on offense. Yeah, right. But it still wasn't the right well, pick. No, probably he is. But it's, but it, And it still wasn't the right well, pick. Well, you can make the argument, too, that Andrew Thomas. But, yeah, but no, it wasn't the right pick at the right time. But I, I don't think that was a... And I'm not, again, making excuses for Dave Gettleman. This was not a, a strictly Dave Gettleman decision. Fine. Overall, just here, like, here's what I'm saying. But, but just like Brian Dable and Joe Shane coming in, I'm sure they were told by ownership, hey... We want you to make a, try to make it work with Daniel Jones, at least this year. If it doesn't, then we'll move on. Right. And they didn't pick up the fifth-year option, which an, another thing is driving me crazy. I've heard people like, I mean, that's a big mistake from the Giants. What are you talking about? If we went back to before the season and the Giants picked up the fifth-year option, we would have excoriated them, and rightfully so. It would have been one of the worst decisions you could possibly imagine. If he stunk? If he stunk right. and now you're locked into another no. year with a guy that you don't want any no part chance. of? It would be ridiculous. Well, well, they miscalculated that and how, how great can no, no, I've heard this. No, no. The Yankees miscalculated with Aaron Judge. The Giants did the right thing. They absolutely did the right thing. You can make the wrong decision and still be the right thing. Like like the the move the only move they could have made heading into last offseason was we'll give him another year, and if he's bad, he's gone. Well, lock into another year for Daniel Jones. Because what happens if you wind up going four and thirteen again? You have the third pick in the draft. You can get your quarterback, and now you're locked into Daniel Jones. Why would anybody possibly want that? No, you wouldn't want that. You absolutely wouldn't want that. But uh, but again, I mean, this is this is an owner that came out and said we've done everything in our power to screw this kid up. Clearly, he likes him. I don't know how you wouldn't like Daniel Jones. I said this the He's entire likeable. time. Even when he stunk and he was fumbling the ball and he was hurt, I've always I've always rooted for him because I think he's made of the right stuff. So. We bring in the right people. We finally feel like we got the right GM. He hires his guy, which you called immediately. It was going to be Brian Dable and Wink Martindale. And if anyone can make it work, it's going to be Brian Dable. And I'll tell you what. Daniel Jones has probably benefited the most of, of anybody. Absolutely. I mean, he's happy they didn't pick up his fifth-year option now. Well, of course. Start talking about these numbers. he's going to get paid a ton of money. Right, long-term like deal. Four, four for what? Four for 140? Four for 150? Dude, he's going to make, I mean, uh, what, on the low end, 35 he's, a year? He, if he signs a three- or four-year deal, he's going to make over $100 million. Crazy. So it works out for him. And again, I don't look at this thing, boy, the Giants messed up. But that's what people do. They have this revisionist history, and now they look back, and they're like, God, how could they not have done that? You'd have this quarterback at $22 million. Why would you have done that? Why would you possibly? Well, you why would you possibly you have, have signed it him? It would have been irresponsible to do it because you didn't know. Like as good as you think Brian Dable is, and everyone thinks he's great, and what he did with Josh Allen and everything else, you had no idea if if Daniel Jones was going to take to the coaching and, and respond and execute the way he's done. Because I mean, no one expected it. He has been subpar we had for guys, the last two seasons. We had football experts come on our show, and we would ask them. And we had Keyshawn say by week six, Tyrod Taylor would be the starting quarterback, and we we're like. Week six, like, isn't the whole point of the season to see if Daniel Jones can play? You'll know by week six. That's what he said to us. Uh, I know. And he said that Tyrod Taylor is going to get the run and he's going to be the guy. And, and, of course, that didn't happen. And there wasn't even a thought of Tyrod Taylor. No. Nor should there have been a thought of Tyrod Taylor. This year was this year was find out whether or not we have a quarterback and if Brian Dable is going to be a good coach. And you got resounding you, you, yeses on both the, of those. The great thing is you've answered. There were so many questions, and you thought, if it comes with some wins along the way, that would just be a bonus. Is Daniel Jones the quarterback? Answer to that in the affirmative, absolutely. Is Brian Dable the head coach? I mean, it's not even a question. It couldn't be more yes. Is Joe Shane going to be a good GM? You feel good about that. Oh, and by the way, they get into the playoffs. Oh, and by the way, they win a playoff game? Like, this has been a magic carpet ride season for the Giants. No, this has been everything you could ask for and more. And now, again, I mean... Are they going to beat the Eagles? I don't know. But if there was going to be a time for them to beat the Eagles, the yeah. way they're playing, the fact that the Eagles are a little bit banged up, Jalen Hurts, we don't know how healthy he is, Lane Johnson, how healthy he is. Yeah. I know you haven't had much success at the link, but hell, I mean, when you have a team that's not as talented, I mean, you're playing the number one seed in the NFC. Like, your only hope as a fan is they're playing their best football. Everything is clicking right now. 
because talent wise you can't compete. No. But if you know, if I'm just playing our best football and they're not, now who knows what can happen. You know, it's funny, during like one of these game weeks, I go through all these emotions. First I was so excited, now now I'm very anxious and very nervous. I mean Imagine being a player. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean imagine the amount of pressure on the Eagles right now. That's the other thing. Well, that's the thing. If the if the Eagles come like, out, I, don't look great. Uh, listen, I'm telling you right now, and I think you'll agree with this, is Brian Dable's probably saying to himself, I'm going to let this whole thing hang out. We have, no, nothing, we have to lose. nothing to lose. Noth- uh, if you're in a fourth and one at midfielder, let's go. Like, you have nothing and to lose. And there's nothing more dangerous than someone that has nothing to lose. It's true. Right. No, they've got no pressure. No, if the Giants lose this game thirty-one nothing, they've had a great season. Great. If they season. lose this game thirty-one twenty-seven, they've had it. Doesn't matter. They've had a great season. But you're sold. You're sold on the quarterback. Right. You're sold on the coach. You're sold on well, the think GM. Well, what the quarterback just did, man. And I know the Colts stink, but that's a must-win game, and he played great. Vikings? You, you mean no, Colts? no. I mean the Colts oh, to the get into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's. I mean that's a must-win game must to give yourself game. the opportunity now, where I can I can rest guys in Week 18. Let's win this one. Take care of business. And and they they didn't just win the game. They throttled them. Throttled. And I get that that's a bad team, but that's what good teams are supposed to do to bad teams. In and, those then, situations. and then I mean up in Minnesota against a 13-win team that you've already lost to. You got guys like Troy Aikman, who I mean, a Hall of Fame quarterback, won championships. I mean, he calls our Monday night games, so he meets and sees all these teams. Say on national television, I watched all of Daniel Jones's throws, and I didn't find one I didn't like. He played a flawless game. He was perfect. Biggest game of the season, his first time ever. Biggest game of his career. Played his best game, and ever. he was perfect. And how many times do you watch a guy first ever playoff Soil game, themselves. and there's there's the jitters? Well, I mean, how about Trevor, Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott the other day. It took him a couple drives Brock to get Purdy going. Brock Purdy wasn't good in the first half? No, and Daniel Jones was flawless the entirety of the game. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This Pietro and Rothenberg. Let's go to Joe and Ocean Gate. People are starting to really get after each other. Grocery stores, somebody got hit by a ham. They got a ham thrown out. Somebody got ham? Earl ham. (laughs) Drive by fruiting? Just trying to get some groceries and just Eagle fans are just nuts. A ham? I was once cut in front of. They hit me in the back of my leg and cut in front of me at the checkout. What I did is I took all the Christmas CDs that were up at the top and I put them in their cart strategically. (laughs) And they had to pay for And they were like, oh, look at this. (laughs) They didn't even know. This. DiPietro and Rothenberg. As good as our, you know, as good as your wide receivers. Yo, put, look at you. I, I, I heard that. Out, uh, out your. You want to be in. No, I have a You want to be in. All right, whatever. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, I'm going to make you an offer. Come on over. That That's the offer. Come on. Well, here's no, the thing. What kind of offer is that? Le- le- leave your Jets. Commit fully to the Giants right now. And I will pay you $1,000. Never. What do you mean, never? You don't have enough money. $1,000 nope. cash. RJ, could your fandom be purchased for a small sum? Small sum, no. If I said, you don't watch the game on Sunday. $10,000. And you will receive $10,000 cash. Nope. No. Nope. $10,000. $15,000. Still had to go higher. Raymond, ten thousand. I mean, Ray, you work four jobs. You're constantly working. This would take the pressure off a little bit. Ten thousand dollars cash. 
You don't watch the... That, that, you know that's him pressing the buzzer, right? The yeah. buzzer speaking for yeah. him. 15,000. 50,000. You. You, you know what? I actually think you wouldn't do it. No, I don't think so either. Fifty. You he wouldn't loves take, the Cowboys. You wouldn't take 50 grand. What do you have on maybe, Sunday maybe night? You're not, maybe you're not hearing. What do you have Sunday night? You have the, the Knicks? You have the Rangers? What do you yeah, have? I, I got the Knicks. So you won't even be dialed in anyway. It's a road game. I, I can manage. So you're you're gonna oh leave, he'll be dialed. You're in. gonna leave Grasso all by himself. Dan, you uh, got how this. dare you? How you dare bring you? Snacks? How dare you? Are you gonna bring snacks he, in the ha, studio? Has I, he brought I, snacks I, ever one time? Well, this is different though. I haven't. I mean, he doesn't eat now. But I mean, if he's gonna be tailgating for the game, I think maybe there's, there's a there's a room in this building I can buy snacks from. Buy no, no, snacks. Don't buy snacks. Buy, I mean, there's all snacks. sorts of great food around here. That's true. That yeah, is maybe Chang's over here get some dumplings, delicious dumplings. I mean, there's everything. Dumplings are delicious. Yeah, right. So fifty grand cash. I just told you. Wow. I, I, get, I mean, it's it's like RJ, a tax free fifty. RJ, you're having a you're having a baby. This, this right away, like that's almost a, a year of college. By the time that money grows, by the time your baby's eighteen, God knows how much it would be worth. Fifty grand. Don't watch the game. Fifty grand. I think you have to think about it, but I think I could still. I could think I could push you a little higher. If we're already fifty, what's he the comes stop from us? means though? You're at his wedding. Yeah, yeah. That was a nice well, wedding. Means. Oh, me, me, no. Me, was, no, Dave, yes. No, no, don't don't flip the script. Wedding was, your wedding was nicer was, than my wedding. Black tie, first class all the way. I don't think it was nice. How much food wedding. was there? Have you ever seen that much food at it a was wedding a ever? A ton of food. There was great entertainment. It, the whole thing was to the nines. It, it was like you could take a trip around the world at the cocktail hour. I mean, how about the, it was the, a station. the outside venue? You're like on the, on the water, ocean, right? I mean, it was gorgeous, RJ. Don't pretend you're not from a lot of money. I am not. You want from Italian? A lot of money. You get Italian. You got pigs in a blanket. Here. You got crab cakes. I you got am... a station over here. All with... right, so then, if you're if you're as you quote not from a lot of money, how could you not take fifty grand? I think you have to think about it, but I think I could push you higher. Well, so that's it. So if I offered right now on the table fifty grand, or that, or it is off the table, and you get nothing, I would. I would... Ange would kill you. How do you, you go? How that. do you go home and look your wife in the eye? Can't. He can't do it. If you rolled it out like World Series of Poker style. Like just fifty grand cash, I think I'd have to take the cash. You take the stacks so, of money. So you're a fraud fan, is what you're saying? No, I think I'd like fifty grand. And well, here's the other thing. No, you, no, you can't watch the game. Well, you're you can't tape it and watch it. You're saying I can't watch the no. game. Well, what if it works out where they win and I get to watch next week? It's possible. Yeah, I think I would take that. So you, so you would take it? I think you have to. So is it fair to say what we've just determined right now is Raymond loves the Cowboys more more than RJ loves the Niners? I think that's what we could surmise. All could be solved with some hot oil wrestling, though. I think that <laughs> yes. solves nothing. And then the money right out the window. Yeah, yeah. Winner takes the money and the title. Well, here's the logic, though. I take the fifty grand, don't watch. Niners lose. I just got paid fifty grand to not watch a loss. And if they win, I just got paid fifty grand to then go on to the NFC Championship. Now that could fund my. But your fa- your fandom forever is, is, in, is question. in question, which because, is the most important thing for Dave, right? Because I took fifty grand cash, right? Right. Okay. You know, Ray wouldn't do it. Ray scoffed at that. That's fair. He wouldn't even speak of such a thing. He it just plays the buzzer. That's he fair. won't even speak to us. He's so he's so disgusted by the the mere thought. He could buy stock and what do you Cafe think? Bustello. What do you think is not, we, we could get to a number that Ray would relent though. 100. I love when we play this. Have game. you seen his? Have you seen his palatial one hundred thousand dollars, Ray? He's he's in. See, I told Hondo. you. Everybody, right. everybody has their number. Yeah, but still, I mean, the the fact that he held on as long as he did, and RJ just. Folded for fifty. Folded for fifty. Dave's yeah. just dying for someone to ask. No, hey no, Dave, hundred grand. So you can say no. Say no, a, Dave. Not a chance. There you go. Wouldn't even consider. But this is. But this yeah. is where we're. Like, this is what he does. I know. This, this like is, the last question where he's like six days. All he wanted to do was get you to answer it, and then eventually turn it around. Where now he would say, "I could do six days because I'm the best fan." Mm-hmm. And then offer to. Not even. The caller didn't even bring it up. He offered it to the call. I'll do it with you because not only does it prove to everyone I'm the greatest fan, but at the same time. I get the the benefits of being on a diet. Yep. We got to, to jumpstart the weight loss. <laughs> you, you, you know what? Here, here's the thing. We got to where you wanted to go. Right. Here, here's the thing. We always do. He's here, the driver. Here, here's the thing. I'm just going to be the driver. Like, I'm not going to incorporate personality. I'm not going to play the what if game. I'm not going to play let's make a deal. I'll just be that guy that you I'll be the voice and I'll set you all up to where you want to go. I'll be the Karch Karai of the show. Right. I'll just be the setter. Be I'm the vocal cat is what I want you to do. I'm That's right. Where, where would you like to go now? You want to get into the Knicks? I enjoyed watching him play volleyball, though. Dominant. Karch Karai oh. and Steve Timmons. I'm a fabulous Dominant. driver! 
Where would I like to go? Yeah, where, well, let me do this read because that's what a driver would do. This portion of the show driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. And all I'll say before we move on to the Knicks is there are some things more important than money. And obviously, RJ has not. Well, for you, it's the fandom, which the I appreciate. Fandom I think more important appreciate it. than money. All right, Knicks last night. I, I I should really leave it up to you because if I say something, I'm just going to be nasty about it. That was an embarrassing performance. They never let in this game. Porzingis comes out and cuts their heart out right away. Randall was horrendous. I mean, there's very little positivity I take away from the game last night. What I mean, what would the positivity? I, be? I don't know. Uh, Brunson played well again. Yeah, but you expect them to play well. No, it was sloppy. I mean, they came out, they were flat, right? I mean, they, Washington looked like the fresher team. And this was a game that you thought, you know, having lost, you know, at home, that they would be able to come out and bounce back. But no, bad start. And they usually got off to good starts. It wasn't good. Well, it's been it's been the second half that's been the problem for them. It's been closing out games. Yeah, it's been it's been trying to finish. But, but you didn't even have a chance to close. And, and you know what else start. was so frustrating is that it got it got to a big number early. Got to what like fifteen, and 15. I don't think it ever got below seven. Like you, you never got that game close. No, it felt. You know what the problem too is, is that it felt like it was still within reach. Like they would go down, they would fight back, but then they would go down back. You know, it just felt like okay, just it. All we need is one, you know, one sustained spurt here where the crowd gets into it. Maybe we get back into this, but it was, it was not, it was not, not going to happen. And then Todd Mitchell Robinson gets hurt, and, and right, he has a thumb injury. So yeah, I, none I, of it, n- n- nothing, nothing good. Right, it's all it's all it's the script that you just can't tolerate. Obi Toppin looks like he's you know I don't know if he's not healthy or he's regressed or he's in the doghouse or what the thing is with him right now. It's just every time you think you're you're stabilizing the ship and you're taking a step forward, all of a sudden you turn it to the Knicks again. And th- this for me, like last night and Monday, is the perfect example of why I can't just let myself go and be. I love this team; they're a fun team. Let's enjoy it throughout the season. It always reverts back to this. It always does. I understand what you're saying, but I mean they're going to be games like this. It, it's the reality. But a of game like this following Monday, I mean, I thought you'd come out last night, and you'd be pissed, right? Porzingis is making a return to the Garden. The Garden crowd is always lively and energized. You had a bad loss where a game you should have won on Monday, and you let it get away, and you show up like that. Like you could argue that was the worst game they played the entirety of the season, from beginning to yeah, end. Yeah, but also, I mean, let's not forget. I mean, let's not forget what that game was, though. I mean, that game against that was a physical. On Monday. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, I, I don't know. There's really no excuse for it. I'm sitting here trying to make excuses for it. I can't really make an excuse for it because just the way that they came out, you could tell early in that game that they, right just, they didn't have it. They didn't defend the three at all. No. I mean, Washington seven went threes bananas. The, seven threes in the first quarter. Yeah. Washington went bananas from three. Knicks didn't shoot at all. Randall was awful. I mean, everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, it really is too bad, too. But that Raptors game, man, that was a physical game. That's a disappointing loss, and you're right. I mean, the expectation from us as fans is that, you know, they're pissed, they bounce back, they haven't been great at home, this is a good opportunity. Now, listen, with Beal back, the Wizards still got some talent, though. Kuzma's a good player. I agree. KP. I will tell you this, the best way to describe how I felt watching that game in one play was Porzingis's Block on, on, ugh, on Sims. Sims. That was quite the block. Ugh. Hey, you never felt good about last night. No, from the start, you could just they tell didn't, they didn't play a good game. No, but it looked like one team had like one team had their legs and was energized, and the other team wasn't. But why? They just came out flat. I happens guess it sometimes. Happens. I, I, I guess so. It's just you know, if you're the Tampa Bay Lightning and you come out flat, like, all right, well, you know, you've you've played multiple. You know, well, they built up equity. Exactly. They, the Knicks, the, the Knicks, Knicks have not all like the Knicks need the Knicks have the seventh spot. Well, it's going to be like that all year. But it, it didn't have like. it didn't have to be. I mean, Miami's good. Miami's going to get better. And the first five teams we've already said the Knicks are not going to catch. So now you're fighting but for that's that sixth why, spot. Okay, but here, here's here's what a season will come down to, especially when you're playing 82 games. Is that there are going to be ebbs and flows, obviously, but you're going to have games like this for whatever reason. Like it's so easy for us in front of microphones to talk about you should have it every night, and then I kind of like well stop myself and go back to like uh, you know a game on a Tuesday. After, you know, playing back-to-back games, you get the day off, then it's a Tuesday, and you go off a pregame skate, and your legs feel like they have cement in them. Like, it's just, you can't, you, know, you just it's feel a, like... It's tra- a fair point. No, no, but to finish the point, though, that is na- it's going to happen. I get that. But that's why you need to take care of business in a game like Toronto, where you had the 10-point lead, and you can't finish and it. The, and, and to your point of there are going to be games where you don't have it, 
They're now 24 games in at home, and they're 11 at 13. 11 at 13. So how do you explain that away? You last can't. night, fine. If if you were, I don't know, 17 and 5 at home, and you went out last night and you laid a clunker, fine. It happens. That's not that big a deal. You're sub 500 at home. Yeah, you can't explain that. I just think that there, there's going to be times during your season when you have nights like that. And you just can't. It takes you a while to get into it. And then finally, by the time you get into it, you're already down and you can't. It just takes so so much energy to try to fight back that you can never kind of get over over that you know that final hurdle to, to really give yourself a chance to win the game. Like you mentioned it. Like, I mean, they go down 15 and they battle back and they go down back and they get it to seven, but they just didn't have that extra gear to give themselves a real no. chance to win and that Rand- game. Randall was no, terrib- it was bad. terrible last night. But here's the thing that worries me, too. Listen to their, I don't know, next 10-ish games. Ready? At the Hawks, which is a pivotal game on Friday. At the Raptors on Sunday. Home to the Cavaliers. Now, Donovan Mitchell's out. I don't know if he's still going to be out, but he's out, at least for the moment. At the Celtics. Then you're at the Nets, which is never easy. Then you host the Lakers. Then you host the Heat, the Clippers, the 76ers. That's a that's a rough stretch coming up. It's a tough stretch. And you hate to have a clunker. After... You know, what was a really closely contested, overtime, tough physical game against Toronto that you feel like you could have won? Ten-point lead, missed a couple free throws, all all of that. And they just didn't, for whatever reason, you know, mentally, physically have it. And on top of that, you know, Washington shot lights out from three. Washington made 16 threes and you made seven. And I think you were like, what, two for 14 at one point it's from a three? Big, I mean, that's a big difference. What was it? They had 16 threes, right. seven of which they had in the first quarter. Right. And you had seven. Right. So you're looking at their plus nine. Plus so that's nine. 27 points. Right. That's, that's not. A, that's a, that's a and they're not even a good. They're not even a great three-point shooting team. No, like Porzingis was, third. was. It felt like he didn't go for a ton of points last night, but it felt like if Porzingis wanted to go for 40, he could have gone for 40. Well, I think going into that game, like you're going back, you're going back to the team that drafted you. There's right. some, you know what I mean? Like, and they got Beal back last night. Right. Listen, I'm not saying it's not an awful no, loss. It's the standalone. No, no, but it was how it looked. Yes. I, listen, I agree with you. It's not like it, it's. We we all watch these games, and it's like there's not every win or every loss is created equal. That was one of those you just felt like they just didn't have it. They were yes. flat from, from the beginning of one the game. Team, yeah, one team had the sense of urgency, had the energy. We had we just we, had no we, legs. We had absolutely nothing. Here's Julius Randall. What's your message um, to the team after another loss? Uh, rest up. You know, we got two on the road. We've been great on the road all year, so just try to continue that and, and get ready for Atlanta. Uh, if I'm any other team in the NBA, I'm watching what Washington did to him last night defensively, and I'm saying that that's the game plan because he was completely out of his element last well, night. Well, I don't even think it was that. Though. I think he was just worn down. You think he's I just, just, he don't just think he had night? it? Yeah, I just don't think he had it. Um, what went wrong early defensively? Yeah, that's not our type of basketball um, as far as, you know, defensively. Um, just kind of letting them do whatever they wanted, and, you know, um, it's tough. It doesn't sound so happy after that one. Well, no, I think it's one of those two when you don't have it, when you just like you don't feel good, and then on top of that, your shots aren't going down. It's tough to, you know what I mean? How often does a team for the, in 48 minutes never have the lead once? Not very often. <laughs> not very no, often. No, not at home. At, at home, against never a have team, the lead once. Against a team that's, you know, a sub. They're, they're well not a under bad, five. The thing is, Beal. No, right? I know. Beal's but still. always in and out of that line. Right. And then I mentioned that when you get all three of those right. guys. When, when he plays, Kuzma they're a much different KP. team. Yeah, it's a different team. Totally agree. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. We are about nine minutes away from observations and did it happen in Florida. And then we have to get into this Jets offensive coordinator search because I don't I don't love we are where we are with this even a little bit. And then back to the Giants. So it is a, a very busy Thursday. And then tomorrow's a football Friday. Let me ask you a question. Though. Yes. Where did you think we would be at? Not to get into like too deep into the into the weeds with this thing with the Giants with the Jets. Where were we going to be at this point? Uh I didn't I I thought there would be some options of guys I like better than where they're going. No? Because this is such a I mean Nathaniel Hackett. A great job. Well, you got to remember too. A lot of this stuff is is relationships, is previous relationships. I understand, but I mean, the guy he, he could not. And I, I get head coach and coordinator are two different things, but he could not have been worse as a head coach in this league. It was not good. And now this is the guy I want to bring in. I, I'm more concerned who the quarterback is going to be, if we're being completely honest. Because yeah. if we're talking about, I mean, if there's really like an opportunity to get Lamar, or if you're going to trade maybe for Justin Field, like. 
Who I decide to hire as my offensive coordinator, I mean, a lot of that could do with who my quarterback is going to be. Right? Well, you're going to, but here's the thing you're going to hire the offensive coordinator before you're going to have the quarterback. I mean, let's just take this for example. Right now, you have Zach Wilson and you don't know what's happening with Mike White. Those are your two options right now. And you're an offensive coordinator. It, it feels like Robert Sala is probably on the hot seat. They have to win now. What I mean, it, that doesn't sound like a great job to me. It doesn't sound like a great job because it sounds like if you go in there and you're not good and don't get into the postseason, you're going to be one and done here with the Jets. So you might not. Well, it, it, the whole thing is clunky. Why not? Why not hang on to Mike LaFour for one more year? Or, or why not move on from Robert Sala? Now? Not that I think Sala moving on is the appropriate thing, but I'm just saying, like, why not line it up? We talk all the time about GM, coach, line it up. Well, now this offensive quarter, what kind of guys are going to apply for a job where it's almost a lame duck job? Well, listen, I don't know how lame duck it is. I mean, it did, would depend on who the quarterback is. Like, if, if you told me that we're trading for Lamar Jackson, I like I like the job a lot better. I, I, I agree with you, but if you if you are 7-10 and 10 next year, are you going to no. keep— oh, so, Okay, so— in certain instances, you don't do. You, do you completely trust Woody Johnson? Do you know that they're no. going to go out there and give you a really good quarterback? I, I would imagine yes. You, I, you, you feel like that's the case? I don't. It wouldn't be like I don't think I'm going to have my. Like, they'll listen. So you think to you're going to have Garoppolo? Car like you're going to have somebody the way who's that a Woody, huge step up? Yes. The All way right, that Woody so Johnson then, talked about. Then it. maybe you just have blind faith and you think that you know what I'm going to succeed because I'm going to have a pretty good quarterback and I'm going to be okay and it's going to help my career. Yeah, well, and there's only 32 of these things, but I, I just get nervous sometimes because you're looking for the best, the, the best possible answer to this solution to this question. And like, give me the guy who has, and you wanted a guy who has a track record that's the most qualified. And right now, if I'm the most qualified coach on the market, I mean, the fact that the Chargers job just opened up, hmm, that sounds that's, a, that's, that's, that sounds a hell better. of a lot more attractive. No matter what Santiago thinks of Justin Herbert, he's is a pretty attractive right. uh, job right now. So I know no one really loves the whole idea of Nathaniel Hackett, but again, I mean, a lot of this Bevel doesn't want to interview. No, he's him. out, right? I think he interviewed and he's out. Oh, by the way, remember when the whole remember when the whole Josh McDaniels thing went down with Indy? Yes, and he backed out last minute. Yes. Did you read some of the stuff now coming out? So it was it was from the um, what's his face, the guy that shut down Jordan in the postseason, that talk show host in Indiana. What's his name, RJ? Dan. All I can think of is Dan Dickow. It's not Dan Dickow. What's his name? You don't remember Dan Dickow was a point guard? What's uh? I've partied like that occasionally. Oh God! How come the Dan Dockich? Oh, Dan Dockich. What's the matter with you, RJ? Do you remember Dan Dickow, the point guard from Gonzaga? I remember when he was drafted and Spike Lee and Gus Johnson really? had a moment. I I remember him, I remember. but I'm fearful. I'm yeah. fearful to keep answering your questions. I, and, and I understand why. So we will like. we will move on. Anyhow, Dan Dockich. Oh, okay, I guess reported that. They said it was a, a. He went to Ursay's house. No, no, Ursay went. Uh, well, I think Ursa, no, Ursa Ursa went, went to his, to his house. house, and Ursay went into the bathroom. Yeah, his wife I was in the bathroom for a very long time. <laughs> his wife got creeped out, and his wife got totally yeah. freaked out. She's so like, "You can't work for this guy." <laughs> <laughs> Good I, on his wife. I yeah, I guess no, that's weird though. Yeah, well, he's. I mean, come on. But how long would someone have to be in your bathroom for for Cassie to be like, Rick? I don't know. I don't. I mean, that's that's weird, right? Like that's yeah, you're talking. And what ha- like does he come out and like, oof, oof. like shirt untucked, yeah, like Costanza, no would, shirt off? Like, I wouldn't what? go in there. Like, woo. yeah, like Jim Carrey, like whoa, I wouldn't go. I would not go in there for quite a long time. Forty five minutes. No, like, you, yeah, a, I don't know. Do you have a plunger? Oh, that would be the worst. You imagine that? I give her credit though. I mean, this is this is why you got to listen to uh, the wives that this, in, intuition, intuition yeah. right? They they know so much more than we know. Like you wouldn't even have noticed that. Like, oh, where's Jim? What do you think? I'm an idiot. No, you think if Jim Ursay went into the bathroom for 30 minutes, I would I wouldn't have any idea that he was gone for such a long time. If it was 30 minutes, yes, I would hope so. I would think but he's otherwise. in distress, though. Yeah, you probably go help him, right? Like like if you if you go into someone because the last thing you want to do is go into someone's home and spend an inordinate 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 amount of time in the bathroom, right? So after like five minutes, he's probably like, come on, you got to hurry this up. Something <laughs> must have really been wrong in there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or he was just being weird. I don't know what it is. Maybe he was doing other stuff. Going through their medicine cabinet. He was doing other stuff. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think he's doing? I don't know. That, that's a that's weird. weird. That's weird, yeah. It's a weird story. Really weird. It's like when my billet, my billet family had the kids all hidden in the, the drawers and closets. <laughs> yeah, those stories are great. No, Did you not. watch the birth of one of the children? Yeah. Dude, it was crazy. How do you man. recover from that if you're one of the children? The one kid, the one kid flipped my whole bedroom apart because I, I ended up having a girlfriend and she was like, 
I don't know if she had a crush or whatever. I came back and my whole room was, everything was out of the so drawers. So he hated you? No, she. She? Yeah. Did you worry that they were going to harm you? No, no, no. Did you lock your door at night, though? Um, No. No? I don't think I could lock it, actually. Oh, they took the locks right off the door. <laughs> so we can get to them if we need to. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that was an interesting time of my life. Yeah, it sounds it. So they, one they, time she one time she tied the poor little one up. It was it was it was two boys and a girl, and the girl was the child? old. No, but the the poor kid was on rollerblades and had this big giant sheepdog. I'll never forget it. And I came home. We pull up, and and she had tied the leash of the sheepdog to the kid to the littlest one's wrist. And it was he was. Now what happens if the sheepdog saw something he he wanted? That's what happened. And, and <laughs> the kid fell down. He was the dog was dragging <laughs> was dragging the kid through the neighborhood. You were in an abusive home. It was bad. It really was. Now, when your parents called, like, Rick, how are you doing? Great. Couldn't be better. <laughs> You're tying the little child to a 150-pound to sheepdog. Save me. Oh, my God. What, what did you Did you watch a movie? Yeah. What movie did you watch last night? <laughs> Goonies? E.T.? No. Birth. We, they, made, they made popcorn. We saw Bobby get born. Let's go to uh, Jose in Brooklyn. Hi, Jose. You're on 98.7. Good morning, guys. How you doing? We're doing good. How are you, Jose? I'm doing all right, and I was talking about. I wanted to talk about the Nick points that you were making earlier because I was watching the game as well, and I was just really disappointed with how much they laid down. And then when Mitchell Robinson got hurt, it kind of pretty much hurt me even more. And then KP decided to make a unicorn appearance, which even got me more upset because I just feel like that's just horrible. But um, I, I, I do agree with you, uh, Dave. I do think that you know a, a, a Randall trade have to be explored i just think that i just think that well like when people say like when people like rick say look at december i go uh, for rj barrett you can point at the last two months of the of last season where he was almost scoring 30 every night and we just really need to start moving away from randall because he does demand the ball and dribbling into double teams at critical moments it's it's maddening, and I'm sorry. It ju- you know, it, yeah, but it's it, not the same thing, though. Like you it. point to the last two months for R.J. Barrett. I'm pointing to one month this season, but the entirety of the season, Julius Randle is playing at an all-star level. Yeah, Rand- Randle's been good. And then, the, I mean, then he's also, it. yeah, two years ago he was, I mean, you're chanting MVP for the guy. Don't give me two months. I gave you December just because that was a different level. The level that you saw when he, first, when he had the, you know, the breakout season and helped carry you to the four seed. And then you saw him in the postseason. We got exposed. And it was a different animal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go to uh, Paul in Erie. Hi, Paul. You're on 98.7. Good morning, fellas. Uh, you know, the whole – listen, Randall – okay, Rick, I agree with you. He is an all-star. He's our best player. But that doesn't mean that he is good for the Knicks, though. Here's the thing that I have a problem with the Knicks. You, Rick, you were Paul, talking let about me ask GMs you a question, though. Pa- Paul, I love, I love the fact that you're calling. This is going to be a good call. We're not going to hang up on you. I want you to finish your point and, and everything else. How confident are you, though, that R.J. Barrett is going to blossom into a player that can that can carry this team? Fifty-fifty. Uh, uh, I see. Well, that's. I think that's part. Of, that's but, but, part but, but, of the problem. My, yeah, but my thing is, I'm 100 percent sure that Randall won't. Like, here's my thing with Randall. He'll get us to the playoffs, and we'll lose in the first round every time. He's not getting us to the second round. Let alone the, yeah, but without him, final. you're not going to make the playoffs, though. Possible, okay. Not possible. Uh, you know, if you take Julius okay. Randle off this team, you're not a playoff team. Okay, uh, fine. But here's the other point I have about Thibodeau and Rose. Um, why does Thibodeau, okay, we have the GM. You say GMs are always scheming. Well, why do we have a GM that gets players that Thibodeau won't play? It's a great question. Like, it's infuriating to me. We have half a roster who refuses to play. Why? That's a great question. Well, why I get the time getting these players? At, at the time when they brought in Cam Reddish. Everyone was, was so excited. Yeah, oh, but it was, it was, so does this fit what he wants? And now they can't even play him. No. Paul, did you have another thing on the uh, Bills game? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, my, my, so my anniversary Saturday. What we number? Seven days a week. What number it? anniversary? Five. All right. We, and, and we own a business. We work seven days. We get one day off a year Christmas. Well, you so, get one day off a year? Yeah, we clean they three give bars themselves, every day. Yeah. Wow. They own the business. Okay. So, so she, for a surprise, rents us a house on the lake for this weekend. Nice. Oh, I have I have, I have seen the tickets for the bills. Oh no! I'm so, I can't go over to the now. Well, where's the house? And I can't say no. I can't. 
What? Where's that? Can, can you can you get well, away can you for go, a couple yeah, can, hours yeah, and go, go to the yeah, game? Well, uh, why don't you guys go together Portland, to the game? New York. Well, here's the thing. It's in Portland, New York, so it's about 20 minutes from Orchard Park. All right. So, And the, ga- the game's could. at what time on Sunday? 3 o'clock on Sunday? 3. Yeah. All right. So why don't you go Friday and, and spend Friday night all day Saturday, have a nice brunch on Sunday, and then call it a weekend uh, at, at Sunday at like 1 o'clock? I've said that, but we're staying all the way through Monday. So why don't you go to the game and, and then come back? Or why don't you, better yet, bring her to the game, do it as a couple. That's an anniversary. She must like the Bills. Everybody likes the Bills in Buffalo. Uh, you know, she's not a big football fan. Well, that's she, mistake this is one. The whole thing that that's mistake the whole one. Thing, Dave. She, she could have picked any weekend. And then she's like, well, then buy tickets for the Atlanta, right? Well, I couldn't get them. I tried to go on. I couldn't even get into the chance to get tickets for Atlanta. So I just feel like this year I totally got screwed. I think you have to figure out a way to go to this game. Why, why can't listen? But, if you leave for the game at what, one thirty, you got to negotiate there in plenty of time. No, don't listen to Dave. You have to negotiate. No, listen to Dave, and then you're back for dinner on, and you have all night Sunday night, and then you have all right. day Monday. No, but what you're saying is rational. She's not being rational because he's only going to miss. I mean, if it's only yeah. twenty minutes away, he leaves, he comes he's back, be he's gone, gone for four hours, four, four and a half hours. Right. And if he does the right things on Friday, and all right. Saturday, she should be, she should have had had her fill, and you're staying all the way through Sunday. It's, it's going to take more. Negotiate. What, what else? What are we going to have to do here to give me these four I hours? I think that I just bring a turkey and cook it, and hopefully she passes out by two. <laughs> yes. And, and box wine. That, that, this, yeah. this is my plan. Yes, I'm thinking Seinfeld. Have a great day, All fellas. Right. We have some, some beauties to call the show, don't we? See, here's the thing, though. In your marriage, in my marriage, there would be no question as to what was going to happen. First of all, here's the thing. Like, Cass would be like, okay, Friday, Saturday, good, you go, or yeah. we'll go together, and then come right. back, but we'll you have know what, dinner. If Sherry didn't want to go, which she might not, she'd be like, I don't, you go. I'll read a book, I'll, I'll curl up by the fire, I'll watch television, I'll hang out. I now, if it kids. was a one day, like if, she, if the house was for one That's day, and it was, different. it's different. If it's, we have the And it's house only 20 minutes away, it's not like a three-hour ride he's going to make. If we have the house... Saturday night to Sunday night, and you're leaving for five hours in the middle of Sunday, that's different. But you're getting there Friday and leaving Monday, you should be able to get a four and a half hour window on Sunday. But here's the question Is he a huge Bills fan that if the Bills lose, he comes back and he's now miserable? Like, is he well, he's me? He's a season ticket holder. Is he me? I don't know how many people are you. But, okay. If you, if you were well, in the same no, he's scenario. Not, he's not you. I can I can definitively answer that because this would not he wouldn't have to call in to ask for advice. RJ, if you had this this getaway home and you and Ange were going for the week the full weekend the roundabout weekend right the wraparound weekend Friday come back on Monday and you went to the Niners game and they lost are you is she gonna want to hang out with you on Sunday night into Monday? No, you got you got to give me Sunday. Oh my god, Sunday. He need he it's needs the whole day. day. Yeah, you need the day. But Andrew, I, Andrew would understand that, I think. And she would want you to go to the game. Yes. See? I don't disagree. Cassie would let me go to the game, too. Yeah. She'd probably want to come to the game with me, well, that's, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Would Andrew nice. want to go to the time. game? As a home fan, yes. As a road fan, I would not bring her to Buffalo for a playoff game, no. They're not Philadelphia, but... Would, would you guys hold hands and jump through a table together? No. That'd, That'd be, be nice. That would be cute. I'm surprised you didn't have that at your wedding. I'm not sure that's in vogue anymore. The jumping through. I think if you, I think it's jump the shark. So I think if you do that now, now the real fans look at you like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's so five years ago. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah, that's a shame. Are you ready for uh, your segments? As I'll ever be. All right, Raymond, if you will. Don't you ever talk about me? Who was talking about you? This is a knob. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it. Now that I'm here, you it up to begin with. This. Have you? I don't even know how to play football, all right? He's also a knob. That's a clown question, bro. And these are observations. Ah, yes, there, and they're brought to you by Jack Pocket. So, we start at a place where we last left you, actually. Aaron Rodgers, he's a regular here. It's a continuing saga. (laughs) He's a regular here, yeah. And so, to set the scene... You heard Rogers with Pat McAfee. He he said this. I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Right situation? Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. But I don't think you should shut down any you know opportunity. Like I said during the season, it's got to be you know both uh, both sides actually wanting you know to work together moving forward. Uh, I think there's you know more conversations to be had. Such a drama queen. He oh loves my it. God. He loves it. So you know who heard that and didn't sit all that well with him 
Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, Rick. Gronk. That's right, on FanDuel TV. Totally fine with everything he said, except one major part, and that's the MVP again. It's just that I think I, I think I could win another Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, it, and then that would have been totally fine. Like, like, bro, like, why are you thinking MVP? Like, don't you want Super Bowls? Like, Super Bowls are, are I think, five times greater than, a, than an MVP award. Like, we all know that you won the MVP a few times now, but, like, everyone would know even more how many more Super Bowls you've won than MVP, so that's why I'm just a little confused about that. He's right. Well, I think here's the thing, though. When you're at when you're at a point in your career like Aaron Rodgers is at, there's no chance he's getting anywhere near Tom Brady. No, but I think to win that second Super Bowl is, huge. is, is very important but I, I, But I also think like to, to differentiate yourself like with something that you could use in your argument as to why you're the greatest would be like, look at how many MVPs I won. But he's already done that. Like He's won, what, three MVPs? Yeah. Okay. So? Three or four. Well, whatever. A lot of MVPs. He's only got one Super Bowl. He's won four MVPs, right, RJ? I think it is four. I think it's four. All right, so he's won four MVPs. One Super Bowl. The the second Super Bowl will be a lot more important to him than the fifth MVP. Right. A lot more. And his playoff record hasn't been great. No. No. You're not wrong. Especially lately. You're not wrong, but I think it speaks to to how he thinks in this whole notion. Like, if if I'm a teammate of his, the way this season ended, like... The way and he was not good in that game. The way it started to where we're at when he actually came out and said, "Hey, listen, we're still alive. We'll keep you know week to week. We keep winning. Things fall our way, and all we want to do is give ourselves a chance." They gave themselves a chance, right? Christian Watson came into his own. Like things were working, and you had a game at home against the Detroit Lions, meaningless for them because Seattle had won, and you blew it. And now I got to sit here and listen to you say, "You know, I could be an MVP again, but is this the right situation for me to win a championship?" To Rick's point, yeah, Rodgers has four. Peyton Manning is the only person with five, so maybe he views it as that's the benchmark he's chasing now. Yeah, but if, if he that's wants attainable. five over two, he's that's that's, but that's, that's a, what's attainable though. But so, but two is attainable too. No, I know, but he's not going to get seven. Is, is, no. is two attainable right now? It didn't feel like it. Yeah. Well, like what situation? Where's he, he going to wind up? I, I think he's a smart, a, a smarter guy than we give him credit for, and I think. He views it as, I can go be personally great. That's more likely than this team going to be great. And since I'm owed so much money, it's a moot point to discuss playing on another team. Just my thought. Yeah, That's I a great thought right. you had. Did you also see, RJ, is this in your uh, in your knobs? Did you see the whole Gronk got in touch with the the Bucks around Thanksgiving and told them he was bored? And then he may return next season for a season, for a full NFL season? You think he'll just follow Tommy? Well, remember they had Could. remember they had the report that their deal was done in Vegas for Gronk. That is and, correct. Maybe and they Tom. both wind up in Vegas. Josh McDaniels. All right, v- you know re- him. Real quick, I had to choose right now. Vegas, Miami. Where's Tom next year? Did you say Rick or this is for both of us? Man, open to the room. Vegas. I think I'd pick Vegas. Yeah, I think Vegas too. Well, I think the, I think the allure was going to be part owner of Miami and that Peyton was going to be his coach. Correct. If you're Miami, you've already been docked a first-round pick. Man, keep, keep keep going at this point. Why stop? And McDaniel's really good. You don't want to move on from him, and it sounds like they want to run it back with Tua. Yeah. Sounds like Peyton's going to take the Denver job, maybe. Possibly. You know what? I was reading last night, David Shaw from Stanford, very interested in that Denver job as well. Uh, deep so. pockets. The only question is, can you fix can you fix Russell? <laughs> I wouldn't want to It was to funny. Involved. I was listening to, uh, to RJ's guy, Colin Coward, the other day, and he said he was list- he spent, I think, five hours, he said, with Sean Payton. And one of the main things that he looks at when taking a job is ownership. You know, I heard that. It's I do, important. I do listen to that program. And you uh, consume a lot. I should talk. You guys do the same. Especially uh, for his size. <laughs> Small people can't consume it's all made well, up as much, him. though. But if you think about it, right. you consuming something at your size is different than him consuming something think, at his size. I think that's fair. It's all, it's all made up for him. Brain power. But I, I heard that interview, and um, or that, that segment, and... It's it, fans. I think would be troubled to hear that if, if they heard it directly from hearing it from us is different than hearing it from a former coach saying that there are some teams that basically just cannot compete because of ownership. Like we don't know who those teams are. You probably have an idea. Some teams, the Arizona Cardinals. Well, no, look at who he's. I mean, he actually made the point, right? RG said that on a Zoom that he could tell yeah. on a Zoom, not even an in-person meeting, that I can't work for these guys because they're that. You're just not professional. The, the, the Colts, Houston, yeah. I mean, there there are these teams that are just dysfunctional. The man went into his coach's bathroom for like a, <laughs> an amount of time that had his wife suspicious. Yeah, Could you, how, what do you think that time would be? What is the over? Like, 
15? 17 minutes. Yeah. 17 minutes. Yeah. But at some point, in, uh, suspicious is a strange word. Well, Would you if, become concerned? Yeah. I would think they escaped. I think he'd give 10 you minutes. think they knocked on the door like, uh, Jim? No. Is everything okay I in just, there? No, I, I don't think they did. I think they just waited, let him do whatever he was just doing. Just waited him out? I give you a 10 for the potential that you could have to be doing... But 10's a long time. But if you have a, a, a situation, like a number two situation, I'll right. give you a 10. <laughs> 10. We start getting to 15, 17, That's, 20 minutes. It's a, yes. Um, Joe Burrow was asked about... And I like Joe. but this Who, could who be, doesn't like Joe Burrow? This could be construed as, as knobbish, I assume. Uh, going on the road and even being an underdog, which they are, in Buffalo. I always enjoy going on the road. It's uh, just you and your guys. It feels like it's you against the world, and that's that's where we like to be. Do you feel like an underdog going into this game? Never feel like an underdog. I, I don't have a problem. I with have that. no problem with that at all. I yeah. like same guy that said. Windows my whole career, and and everybody that that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, things are going to change year to year, but our windows always open. Guy's great. I, I don't understand why you have an issue with him. If you don't like what he says, it's because you're jealous that you don't have that same kind He's of confidence. He's awesome. He's taking a fr- we talk about a franchise that that well, ownership down. But you see down. why? Yeah, that's Cincinnati. Well, you see why? But this guy changed their entire franchise. But that because that it's infectious, man. The most important player on your team has that kind of confidence. He's awesome. I, he that that is not a knob. Not no. Okay. No. I'm, I mean, I'm with you. He's my. You know what? He's he your is favorite my, player. You can he's say. my favorite non 49 er Who's your favorite, favorite niner? Debo? Currently? Yeah. Hmm. There's so many to choose from. I Go might, defense. Go defense. I th- you, know, you know, I think I would actually say. I know he's going to say. Who? Greenlaw. I, I do like Dre Green, Greenlaw. Just re upped him this season. Uh, I'd probably say this exact moment Debo or Debo Kittle or Fred Warner. You got good linebackers, man. Yeah, you do. I don't know when we have any linebackers. You got the market cornered. How about all-time? Favorite Niner all-time? Frank Gore. Really? Yeah. I would have never guessed Frank Gore. He loves Frank Gore. Yeah, but with that storied franchise, Frank Gore would not be the guy I would have thought. Uh, He he was uh, Steve Young right there. Right. But Gore was my lifetime. I saw the beginning and end of his career. And I love Gore at Miami. Anyways, no one That's pretty cool for you then because when you're doing the case show having Steve Young call, you get to talk to Steve Young on the phone. Yeah, I well, I would say Steve Young but I feel like it's a little bit fraudulent because I was so young when his career started. So it's not the... the... Steve, you were very young. Yes, correct. Well done. <laughs> um, that was good stuff. It was. Uh, have you have you heard of Tim Brewster? Probably not. No. Punky's uncle. <laughs> I love that show. Oh, I love that show. Punky he, Brewster. Yeah, what a, what no, a yeah. show. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Tim. Dis- I'm serious. Dis- <laughs> I know. Tim. Uh, I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> it was but. a good yeah, show. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. Uh, Tim, just a relative of, of Punky. Uh, he's a coach at Colorado. Soleil Moonfry. S O L E I L. Soleil. <laughs> can, I, can I continue? Moonfry. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So, Tim Brewster is a coach on Deion Sanders' staff at Colorado. Oh, is this the tight end coach? And uh, this yeah. was his big introduction to the team. When I say stand tall, okay, I want you bouncing out of your seat and stand tall. When I say stand tall, get your ass up. Stand tall. Sit your ass back down. Stand tall. We come. We come. Raise the goddamn roof. Raise the roof. We come. We come. We come. We come. Them Colorado buses show up, and 60 minutes of hell coming with it. 60 minutes of hell coming with it. The time is now, man. The time is now. Sit down. What's well, like a game of Simon Says? <laughs> stand up. Sit down. Tim didn't say stand up. You're out. Transfer portal for you. I'll tell you what. My kid's a college football player, and I hear that. He's not going to Colorado. I I don't hate it. Really? No, I don't don't like that at all. You know who he sounds like? Sounds like a jerk. Sounds like Road Dog. I don't know who Road Dog is. kind of. Listen again. I can hear it. I say stand tall, okay? I want you bouncing out of your sheet and stand tall. Sounds like he's cutting a wrestling promo. Oh, you didn't know? (laughs) No, it sounds like when he says the bus is coming and the hell's coming with it. Yeah. (laughs) Tim says stand up. You're out. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't stand up. So you look at these kids, though, these 20-year-old kids that have, are so confused as to when, because he rhetorically at one point says, stand up, and some guys stand up, and they realize, oh, that wasn't the actual That was direct, the wrong stand up. That Coach says, stand up. What are you doing? That wasn't what I meant. 
Well, I, I, you know what? This doesn't help, though. When you hear reports about college coaches in the NFL and the locker room is, is, has been lost. This is why it doesn't work. You look at that and you're like, Joe Judge. Yeah. Look into their you eyes. You would want your kid to play for that. No, listen. Would that be ideal? Like the stuff he said, I don't mind. Like the whole no, no, like, no, no, no. The stuff he said, the it's butt- going to get worse. Like, come he's on, being, he's being videoed there, so it's, it, it's probably going to only get like worse. A jerk, but there's it's only a, probably going to get worse from there. There's a lot, and you can find this on like Instagram, Twitter. A lot of video cameras around the Colorado program. All the whole thing is all like they're they video everything. At what point is that going to be a Netflix series? It might already well, be. Dion's they just first did one. year. I, I, they did I, one I, Dion, right? Yeah. Coach Prime, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, he's smart, man. He uses this to his advantage. I get it. But that's that's not a good look. We haven't heard from our our friend Torts in a while. Just think about how that thing started, though. When he walked in, his his initial... Well, you're going to be gone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bringing my own guy. You won't be here. You were the quarterback? Not anymore. Now it's my kid. Thank you. Now stand up! (laughs) Now sit down. Now stand up! (laughs) You don't think this was good by uh, by Prime? Where's Shador? Shador? And this is your quarterback, He's going to have to earn it. Don't believe that. He's he's going to have to earn it. Stand up. You imagine Dave in that situation, the guy yelling at him, stand up. He's like, come on, seriously. Come on, I've already, <laughs> I already stood up. <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? Right. Sometimes you me up and down. What are we doing I'm here, up, fellas? I'm down. I can imagine Dave as, as the coach. He would just be quizzing him on, on <laughs> Michael Westbrook. You're when, out. Colorado. That's, yeah, it'd be a trick question. Yeah, Cordell Stewart. He went here. You're out. Rashawn Salam. <laughs> now sit down. <laughs> All right. Back up. Wait wait a second, RJ. Please. Oh, no. Uh, you're listening to DPH on Rothenberg on 9870 ESPN, WEPN FM, New York. Lakers were playing the Rockets, and uh, Jabari Smith Jr. had something for LeBron James. Hey, you played against my dad. First, Your first NBA game ever. Really? Sacramento. Why you do that? You feel old, don't you? Oh. LeBron's been around a long time now. Long, long time. time. He's playing with, he's playing with guys who were like two. We're not far off from uh, him breaking the record, right? Getting close. Got to be closing in on that. It's like three hundred something points. But also not far from him playing with Bronny James. Hey, old man River, zip it or I'll break your hip. What year is Bronny? I is look he a forward senior? to that. He's or- a senior now, so he's got the one year to do whatever it is. Yeah. He's do. So one more year, we're gonna get Bron and Bronny. Well, I think too that. I think he's going to be overdrafted, Bronny, because I think well, it's because teams as, are going to see the end result; they can get LeBron there. Yeah, yeah. So he'll probably. I mean, he's a, he's like a top fifty recruit. He's a real, he's a real recruit. So, um, oh, his other son is good too. Yeah, I think he's better. The other one. Well, the other one, they had. I saw some video the other day. I think it was on Instagram or something where they were doing a, a TikTok video together dancing, and Bronny was, I think Bronny was like six one, and Bryce was like five six, and then a year later. Yeah, Bronny's six one and Bryce is six six. Like you grew like a whole happens foot. quick. Well, Dad's tall. Yeah, but a whole foot. Who's his dad? LeBron. I was kidding. Oh, <laughs> stand I you, up! I thought you were the LeBron's. <laughs> That's how we do it when you're real in Florida. All right, got the visual on the mail. He is naked doing push-ups at the entrance of the food store here. Did it happen in Florida? Because there ain't no better place in the world to live than right here, dude. It should be a two-drink minimum anywhere you walk in. Come on vacation or even on probation. And you will come back on violation. All right, this is a violation. How would you like it if you were... You're out of town for for work for, for months. This is a months-long endeavor. That's a long work project. It's an important person. Mm-hmm. So they're gone. How would you like it if one day you got a phone call? Someone was living in their home. You say that jokingly. Is that right? Their house <laughs> was put on the market, uh-huh. sold, new family moving in. Gets a phone call from a neighbor. Not all that close with, with the neighbors, I assume, if it took this long. Oh, I, I didn't know you moved. I didn't. Well, there's new people living in your house, so this is awkward. Comes back to find out all legitimate. These, I don't even know if you want to call them squatters. They just pretended it was their house. So they, <laughs> they broke in, pretended it would, you know, put on the facade it was their house. Went and got a broker. Sold, Wait, they, they sold? Sold the house. They sold not their house? Not kidding. This is a real thing. But aren't there legal documents? Like, don't you have to go through uh, the deed? Like, through the town? Well, 
I don't know what goes on in this town. They were allowed to sell it? They did sell it so much <laughs> oh my God. that the new family was moving in. Physically, keys in hand, moving in. <laughs> now, they, they, you know, they undid all this, but it did happen. I, I can't believe that just through, like, like documented circles, you're, you're able to sell someone else's home, though. I can't say any more other than, did it happen in Florida? Wow. This is a tough one. This is a good one. That's a good story. I'm leaning not Florida at this point. That's I, where I'm leaning. I have no idea. I don't, that does sound Floridian, though. Would you like to see the, the master bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a picture of you. Yeah, it's just, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking the tour with the people looking by the Wow, this, oh, this is, is great. We might stay. <laughs> um, I, I really, I don't know. Uh... Take a crack at it. I'm going to say not Florida. Okay. In fact, you know what I'm going to say? Mm-hmm. I say not this country. All right. Raymond? Well, how about Rick? He didn't go. I said, said not no. Florida. Oh, you said yeah, not yeah. Florida. Okay. Do you, do you listen to the show? No, he doesn't. Well, he's he in said his own he's little world. thinking about going in this direction. <laughs> I didn't know that he was going in that direction. I feel, I feel like the averages say that it's not Florida, so I'll, I'll agree with Dave. I, I don't, not necessarily that it's out of the country, but that it's not Florida. Dave said out of the country, the Canadians strike again. Yes. Oh, no. Toronto, yes. Ontario, yeah, right. that's, Canada. That's and you love Canadians. That's that's a win for me. And you love them. I love them. Yeah. I, I don't know I, why. They move into your house, steal things, and then sell it. <laughs> well, you know they stole things. They stole the house. <laughs> they stole the entire house. But it's not like they, they don't stole need to steal things. items. What do you mean? I mean, it's, honestly, it's all when, you, when you think about it, it's genius. They probably stole it fully furnished. The, the whole thing is genius. Until you go to jail, yeah. Yeah. Well, why would you go to jail? They won't know who you are. Well, what do they, you mean they won't know? How would more. they know who you are? Once you're gone, you've sold it, you're gone. Now you, you move away. Some Somebody's names are on documents. Yeah. They, well, not the legitimate names. Yeah, well, they, 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 they track is, somebody down. Is, how, can you sell, how can you sell a home with, a, with illegitimate names? I'm going to try to do it with my neighbor later today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.